0: Hey team, how's your week been? I'm all right. Um, I've been trying to spend the past few weeks just trying to get back into reading again, like actual books instead of my Kindle. So I'm reading a book called Sapiens now because a friend of mine highly recommended it. And I gotta say, you know, for someone who's not really a history person, I'm 80 pages in and I'm pretty hooked on it um now what was the last thing that i read oh yes so you know i thought one of the most fascinating things that i read so far was something about our language so it's like apparently it's the only one that allows for the ability to create fiction from our imaginations you know so like religion and uh, stories and um, the author also mentioned something about like the idea of companies which if you really think about it it only exists in our minds like the concept of what a company is anyway uh, <laughs> that's kind of like a mini update about my life so far but you're not here for that uh, you're here for this episode and in this episode Caleb and I talk about weird names why you need to pick up trash, uh, why I have a hard time saying the three magic words. Uh, And also we talk about tough conversations that uh, Caleb had with his family, with his dad. And then we topped it off by talking about what we think a good person is. Yeah, it's super laid back and sometimes pretty random, uh, but it's all good fun. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you, Caleb, for the wonderful conversation. Thank you for showing up and being honest. I had a lot of fun recording it, and I hope you did too. Please follow me on Instagram at Can You Tell Me a Story Podcast, and Caleb also has a Twitter called Taking It Easy, which I'll link in the description. And also, he has a podcast called The Shed Podcast, uh, which will also be you know in in the notes below. So thank you, Caleb, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Okay, that's it. Bye-bye. Caleb
1: yeah can you hear me
0: hey you're a little bit soft
1: yeah I can turn on the volume and stuff um I'm just trying to figure out how to f- <laughs>
0: <Your> <laughs> figure camera? out everything
1: on this missing yeah <laughs>
0: I, re- I remember the last time we spoke you told me that you do your podcast like in a shack or something
1: I don't do okay, I'm not I'm actually in my apartment, so it should be going good this time. I do have a new microphone though, because I bought some new microphones. So I haven't okay. been on a Zoom call with it yet. So okay. at least I'm able to like talk because for a second there is like, what is going on?
0: Cause the thing is so so I know we've both like kind of reached a stagnation point in our podcast just because we've been really busy. Yeah. And so I actually got back into it um, last week.
1: Yeah, I, I had gotten out of it for a while, too, because I hadn't uploaded one in, like, a month or something. It was same. crazy.
0: We're, like, on the same timeline here, so that's good. We're both yeah. getting back into it.
1: Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible because I was just like, man, when's the last time I've uploaded? And I'm like, uh... Like,
0: October. Uh, my yeah. <laughs> if we want to talk specifics, it's, like, October 4th. I just passed the one-month mark.
1: Oh man. Yeah, I think I had been a little bit over a month. And I my other excuse was I hadn't bought good audio equipment. So like I was like, "Oh, well, I can't do a podcast till I have good audio equipment." And then it's like, well, now I own it. And now I feel guilty if I don't do it. I like exactly. I spent like, I spent like $450 on audio equipment what yeah because i got an audio mixer and two microphones two microphone stands and pop filters and stuff it's more for the in-person ones too because like if i do ones like digitally then Mm. a desk mic's fine you know because you're mm-hmm. just talking to somebody through like Zoom or whatever. But I was just like, I want to do in-person once. I got to get good equipment. And then I spent $450. And now I'm like, I better record podcaster <laughs> or else it's bad. You got
0: to like pay it off, you know. Tell me if you feel the same way. Like when I buy something, I'll like think of the price. And the, okay, so for example, my brother just bought like this really expensive cooking equipment.
1: Mm-hmm. And he was
0: like, okay, it costs like say 500 bucks. Like, how many meals do I have to cook to like just? Well that's a good way
1: to that's a good way to think that since I'm a poor college student though that's what I'm saying like, if, like do I have to think in like breakfast burritos? you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. my boy breakfast burritos because that'll be a lot of burritos to get up to450 dollars.
0: I know you're a runner so just for like some content. Uh, that's
1: that's not a thing anymore Well it's oh, not no even, it's not well it's not even that that's the same thing it just kind of dropped off because okay. life got crazy. So it's not like there was like some dramatic injury or my leg got injured or something. It's literally just like, ah, I'm lazy.
0: Like, do you want to talk about like the context? Because we previously have spoken before.
1: Oh, yeah, we could do, we could, I was thinking like with the podcast, we could do kind of like an update. Just, you know what I mean? In a sense of like, you know what I mean? Because like a lot's probably changed and that would be cool talking about that, yeah so
0: yeah but I was just gonna bring it back to the last conversation we had where for some reason you chose to tell me your freaking marathon okay not marathon runner but we're training up to it three quarters through the conversation which I thought was like really interesting the fact that you run like how many miles a day in the past
1: I was running like eight miles
0: yeah that's still insane for me maybe for the listeners they might think it's like the thing is you could you could
1: totally do that you could totally do that because I was doing that (laughs) but then of course you could not do that like in the sense of like I just let it myself slip so I don't do that anymore so it's just as easy not to do it as do it
0: I so just quick update from that time I really got into running after our conversation because you inspired me. But then winter came and I'm in New York, so it's getting yeah. like pretty cold now and I don't really have the um, right outfit for it. So I kind of dropped off. But if we did this conversation, like maybe a couple weeks after our last conversation... I would well, like that would have been good because then I would have been inspired
1: up. to keep going. Because exactly. I would have been like, I was wrecking right,
0: I'm... up the miles, but now I'm, I'm dropped off. So, like, I just went for like a 15-minute run.
1: Hey, that's better than me. I haven't gone for like any run in like <laughs> a month, so.
0: Well, enough of running talk. How are you? How have you been?
1: It's been a little bit crazy this semester. That's why I haven't recorded any podcasts because it's just been crazy. You know what I mean?
0: Because like, you're still in school. Mm-hmm. and so I'm not too sure what part of the semester you're in is it like yeah halfway it's through?
1: over midterms so midterms oh, okay. have ended already yeah but I'm basically at the point where it's like it's like I don't know I'm just so exhausted I think in after Thanksgiving we don't have like in-person classes anymore so that's mm-hmm. something I can look forward to but like um That we have classes going on right now, but class attendance for me and a lot of college students has gone down like significantly. Like this sounds awful, but I don't think I've been to like an in-person class in like two weeks or something. Even though that
0: was done on purpose. Like, does your school come after you?
1: Well, they haven't said anything, but and my grades are decent, so that's probably
0: understand.
1: Yeah, it was just like, uh, do I really want to go to class? Now I've gotten a couple digital lectures, but then I stopped going to those, and that's the problem because it's like you got to start going to the the digital lectures. But my grades are still okay because I've been doing the assignments and stuff. So
0: okay, I'm glad to hear. Like, so I, you know, you know, like I'm working now for like a year, slightly over a year. Mm-hmm. But then when I recall back to my college days sounds like 12 years ago my college <laughs> like, days yeah year, Yeah, exactly mm, like i know that there are some professors that literally only test on things that they give in the notes yeah. so as long as you do those like you're you're gonna be
1: fine. oh yeah yeah and it's senioritis it really is senioritis for me mm. too because you get to a certain point and you're just like i don't know
2: it's like just, i'm just i'm done there.
1: yeah <laughs> you're done but then you're not done so you still have to kind of try so,
0: exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's not like it's not terrible. Like, cause a lot of people are like, oh, this semester's been the worst. I'm like, I'm just chilling at home, you know, watching YouTube, drinking yeah. coffee, doing homework whenever <laughs> I feel like it. You know, it's not that bad. And I do have work, so I've been going into work.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and my job's fun. I I work with some fun people, so we just like. Well, my job is not fun. My job's boring. <laughs> But the people like I work like with are super stuff, fun.
0: If I remember, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
1: People just come in and we fix their stuff, computers and stuff. But
2: mm-hmm. really,
1: like we're joking around the whole time we're there and having fun. So, like we had a conversation about who would win a fight, like a, a silverback gorilla or a grizzly bear.
0: Oh my god!
1: Uh, we talked about that for like an hour. What? I was thinking the silverback gorilla would win.
0: Okay, first of all, I don't know what a silverback gorilla. Like when you say gorilla, the first thing I think of is King Kong, and that's. he's pretty much
1: like king kong like a big small well not big king kong it's like a small little king kong versus like and it's like silver versus like a um a grizzly bear
0: is this what guys talk about i assume this is funny this is funny because
1: (laughs) okay you would think it would be guys but like the conversation is literally me another one other guy but then there was three girls who joined in and they had some pretty strong opinions. They were like, I think it's the grizzly bear. No, I, I, yeah, there it just... is.
0: I was just going to say, um, the, so the, the company that I work for, their IT department is like really tight group of people. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like best friends. And I guess this is not like something that you usually see in corporate world, you know?
1: Yeah, so I get that.
0: There's something special about the IT department and companies.
1: It's, that... kind, of like, it's kind of like a... I don't know. Every time I've worked like a blue collar job where it's been like, I'm just like doing yard worker stuff hmm. and I've had a group of people like we're all pretty close. Whenever you get into an office, sometimes it's super stuffy and people are all business and yeah. it's like IT is still kind of fun. It's exactly. kind of like the wild west, whatever it comes it's to like 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 you that. guys yeah. against
0: the rest of the company. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Cause literally everybody calling in who has issues is like, um, is saying stuff like they're super annoying with their tech issues sometimes. So it's like yeah. we can all like be like, "Hey, did you hear about so and so and their computer?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah." And then, he, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that is. Because I was trying to figure out this out the other day. I'm like, I wish more like businessy jobs. I wish people could like get along better
2: and mm-hmm. just be more
1: fun. Because a lot of times those are pretty cutthroat and stuff. And I'm like, I understand why they need to be if you're a salesperson. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I'm like, I would never want that. You know,
0: there's a lot of politics going on. So ah, said, maybe gross. the IT department, you guys are like one team against the politics that's going on. You know, maybe. Well,
1: honest. I think yeah, because there's infighting <laughs> in companies and stuff. People are like, oh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how sales. Well, I saw salespeople. It was so crazy because when I worked for uh, I had an internship. I work for this company, I'd go down the sales floor, people would be really nice on the phone with the people they were selling stuff to. And then they'd immediately hang up and start like yelling about those people. And I'm like, yo, like, this is like blowing up my head. I'm like, how can you like,
0: it's like people have two sides to them, which is really scary. But in some way, it's necessary.
1: Well, in that case, maybe more because you got to fake it, even if you're having a bad day, you know, Mm
0: -hmm. whereas
1: like, with with it kind of can come in with your hair crazy
0: and yeah you guys half dressed and and
1: just you know as long as you fix everything you're good so (laughs) like my brother i don't know i mean because he's what is he he's 28 now but Mm -hmm. like when i was like there's one time i was around him when he was like 26 and he was going off to work in the morning and he left his house and like even for me i was like dude like i was like your hair is crazy and he was married and had like a kid which might have been the problem because he was up late you know like oh yeah baby or whatever but like his hair like it looked kind of like mine does right now mm-hmm. except a little bit more poofy It Was like psh, oh and he my just God. walked into work like that he had a cup of coffee Wait, he was he in
0: walked... a suit and tie
1: no he wore oh. khakis and then like a polo or something okay or that like makes a...
0: sense like the messy hair goes with the very casual clothing yeah it's but it's just it. yeah, but it's still like
1: one of those things where you're like, dude, like just comb your. It literally, you grab a comb and you just.
0: It's like at least try a little bit. No,
1: he yeah. probably tried at work, but like for me, <laughs> if I don't dress up, if I don't dress up at work, I can't uh-huh. try. You know what I mean? Like if I'm gonna yeah. do something, I had to dress up nice, play the part.
0: Maybe that's why. Like I need if I want to up my motivation, I need to dress the part, because now with quarantine and all that, I've just been working in my. That's what I'm saying. So your motivation
1: <laughs> levels are doo, doo doo doo
0: Like, I feel so bad for those interns, but also new full-time people who, yeah, like, right have now. to work from home. That's just the worst.
1: Well, I, one of the guys I worked with over the summer, he started at the company two weeks into quarantine, and nobody else was able to go to the facilities but him. So, like, imagine being, like, an IT person not knowing everything and yeah. then having to, like, go around everywhere, and nobody can oh, show God. you anything or train you. I'm like, ah. I mean, they, he ended up being a really trusted employee because he did a mm-hmm. good job. But yeah. that's not what you want when you're hired on. You don't want to just be like thrown into something.
0: That's, I mean, I hope your friend is doing He's better. doing good. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing
1: good. No, because they actually like, it ended up being good for him because they were like, oh, Perry, we trust. It's so weird. He's the only guy I've ever known named Perry. We're like Perry the platypus. It's not even an abbreviation. I thought it was like an abbreviation for something. It's like, nah, yeah. he's just Perry. It's like, what
0: that's a cute name
1: He he's exactly the type of dude you'd think he would be too with the glasses always dressed up nice you know like yeah 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 there's some names where you're like is that short for something and somebody's like nah
0: it's like no no it is you just reminded me so when i was younger i had this um youtuber that i was really obsessed with I, his name is kingsley mm-hmm. like it his tagline is, it's King's bitch, okay? And he was talking about how names, like, sometimes the spelling is, like, just so outrageous. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, you know, um, Ashley, for example, is spelled A-S-C-H-L-Y apostrophe.
1: Whoa.
0: And I was like, I, I would never put my kids through that. Oh, yeah,
1: spelling yeah. their names super different? <laughs> yeah, well, my yeah. sister... Her name is Amy, but it's A-I-M-E-E, which is odd because it's normally A-M-Y or A. I think
0: it's like a pretty British way of spelling it,
1: maybe. Oh, that could be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. Nobody gets the name Steve wrong or Joe. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, like, you also want to make your kid's name unique, but then it's like, how unique do you want it to be?
0: Like, let's not get too crazy. I mean, mine's Gladys, so it's like...
1: Well, i didn't say you're you're the only person with your name i've ever met
0: yeah Gladys. and that who's not like a 90 year old grand no i
1: haven't even met an old person that's what i'm oh, saying yeah. yeah yeah so it's like that one i think it strikes a balance because it's like that's how i would think it's spelled, and mm-hmm. also it's like uh what is it called it's unique so that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying you know what i mean that's the balance you gotta strike yeah. It's super hard. Caleb is just super generic. So I was going to
0: ask you, like, do you like your name?
1: I don't dislike it. I mean, it is. <laughs> but, it, but I mean, it, it's pretty it's pretty common, though. I mean, there's four yeah. Caleb Joneses on campus. So whenever I sign up for something, you're like, are like you Caleb T. Jones?
2: Oh, And I'm no. like,
1: oh, yeah, I'm Caleb T. Jones. And they're like, okay, there's two Caleb T. Jones. Are you Caleb Timothy Jones? And then I'm like, yes. And then they sign me <laughs> on. So it's really common. I don't mind that though. Mhm. You know? I mean
0: Also, I don't know how a Caleb looks like, but you look like a Caleb. I look you know like how a Caleb. Some people's names just don't fit their face.
1: Yeah. yeah. I totally get that. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for anybody named Karen. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I, really I saw this chart that name. of people naming their kids Karen mm-hmm. and as soon as it hit like 2014, it just went down. It was mm-hmm. like it was like nobody was naming their kids Karen anymore. It's so.
0: just, um,
1: that name will never you, come back.
0: And you want them to be bullied, yeah.
1: There's some names you can't name your kids anymore. I saw a comedian making jokes about it. Like, when horrible people have names, you just that name is just off the list. And it's so true. Like
0: I recently got really into, because I have a lot of free time, I've been getting into, like, new shows. Mm-hmm. So one of them, um, I don't know if you like horror, mm-hmm. but have you heard of haunting of blind manor no oh dang it but you like horror
1: yeah what's it about
0: you need to check it okay so basically it's this au pair you know what an au pair is no it's like someone who takes care of kids uh, for a family i don't know why they didn't just call it babysitter but i guess it was (laughs) like it was set in the past like 1960s or something and um yeah, basically she takes care of this family kids in a mansion. And then there's like spirits and ghosts and stuff happening. But it's actually a love story, which I won't spoil, which uh, had me crying by the ninth episode. Yeah. So wow. the storyline's really good. And I don't really cry. So it takes a lot out of out of me.
1: <laughs> I know I know a person named Bly, by the way, to tie it back around. Is how's it spelled?
0: B-L-Y. Oh,
1: oh okay, yeah. No, his is interesting. guess how to spell Bly besides that though. You gotta guess.
0: B L I T H E. And then, then b l is like silent. No.
1: It's B-L-I-E-G-H. Oh wait, no. Yeah, I remember I call him Bly, I call him Bly, but it's actually Blay. So but that's how it's spelled. Yeah, but it's still crazy. That That's that's yeah, why that's when you very... said the haunting of Bly Manor, I just thought of like his face on a manor or
0: something. <laughs> Wait, is, is he like American?
1: Yeah, huh. yeah.
0: I never, no, never encountered that name before. It's a
1: really funny name. <laughs> Interesting. It's a cool name though, because I remember him. He's the only Blay in my phone. and will probably be the only Blay, Blay spelled that way. Well, yeah. you'd think Blay would be B-L-A-Y. That's oh, yeah, what, that, that's true.
0: That's you know true. what I
1: mean? Yeah. But then it's like, nah.
0: Okay, don't tell your friend this and hopefully he doesn't listen to it. But you know, some people's names are like, it's just a, like a sound that, that, it just sounds like a sound, but it doesn't really have meaning in it. Blake kind of comes across like that.
1: Chaz, I have uh, a friend named Chaz, C-H-A-Z-Z. And it's like, okay, what is, what is a Chaz? What is a Chaz, you know? Like, nobody knows. They're
0: all in Indiana.
1: You see, that's... A, that, all the people yeah. with crazy names are in Indiana. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: no,
1: there's people with, like, normal names. Like, one of my uh, best friends is named Kyle. I mean, that's a very... Oh, yeah. That, that's a common That's standard. Name. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Um, Dude, how did we... It's just, i feel like we just spent 20 minutes talking about names
1: well that's fine that's fine because names are super interesting like i have one friend named brad but he's not like the t- brad that you would think he would be you I know you think say, like, you think brad being like a jock trouble. or something yeah. no he's the direct opposite
2: oh, that's he's nice. super
1: into oh studying and computer programming and like pho- philosophy and stuff he is not interested in like just like Going around playing football, so yeah. it's so funny because his name is the direct opposite of his personality. I never even thought about that till now, but wow!
0: So he's like a Brad in appearance, but like a Ned in at heart. A
1: Ned, <laughs> <laughs> a nerd Brad. No, he doesn't even look like Brad. That's just his oh. name, though. You know what I mean? Because he's tall and kind of lanky. I mean, he does. He's on an ultimate frisbee team. That tells you what type of dude he is. Because like normally, like chad bros aren't on ultimate frisbee teams you know mm-hmm. so but
0: since we're even going down this rabbit hole like now i'm just thinking names that parents give to their children are just what they hope they become
1: you know what they actually do become yeah
0: you're like pinning your dreams and aspirations on them uh, on this name
1: this is a weird one people name their kids after like tv show characters and a lot of people i'm probably name- gonna
0: do that no, that's-
1: well it's cool it's cool it's cool but this yeah. is the thing. People okay. named a lot of people after uh, uh, they named them Khaleesi or uh, Daenerys before the end of Game of Thrones. And then in the end, end of Game of Thrones, she goes crazy or whatever. And oh so God, kills a ton I'm of people. Tired. Yeah. So I'm like, now you have a ton of kids named after somebody who's like murdered people on a TV <laughs> show. It's like, that's awkward.
0: Yeah. That, that's why I brought up Haunting a Blind manner, Because I wanted to segue into how like I really want to name my kid uh jamie which is like one of the characters how's it spelled i think it's oh no i didn't i think it's without an i which is my cousin's name so i'm just like
1: is it just like two e's or is it one e or yeah
0: it's a j-a-m-i-e oh With two e's that's a weird jamie
1: <laughs> okay I, hey i've seen j-i J- i have seen ji No, I do not know one more. i know
0: because you've given me some really bizarre names there
1: Chaz is is pretty normal but it's not normal with two Z's
0: I was going to say yeah with
1: two Z's Zs is like somebody was like writing the birth certificate and they accidentally added the other one (laughs) No names are fun because I literally sat I'll never forget it one of my buddies I sat down in a McDonald's and we ordered a ton of food like it was one of those times where you knew it was terrible for you because I had like a $15 gift card.
0: Wait first of all who's giving $15 gift cards to McDonald's that's like a weird (laughs) gift.
1: (laughs) Okay it was it was from Christmas because basically whenever you know you're like with my family at least if you're a guy and you're in college and it's like Christmas time Mm. people don't really know what to get you especially if your list isn't super like uh, specific Specific, that's what I was going for and so they're like oh college students like fast food okay here's 15 dollars for Arby's or whatever so I was using it and we talked about people's names and what we thought of when we heard people's names for Mm -hmm. like 40 minutes so like obviously Karen Mm -hmm. you think of like um uh you got my order wrong type of person
0: yes but
1: like every name has some sort of meaning attached to it and it's different mm-hmm. for everybody. Cause like you met different people probably with like the same name that I know people that mm-hmm. have the same name. And so whenever I think of somebody, like whenever I hear Brad, I actually think of my shop teacher, like a 40 year old dude trying to be cool and like, yeah. you know, working on uh, construction projects.
0: Right. But then
1: other people, they think of Brad as like a football dude. You know what I
0: mean? I think like the weirdest thing people do is like okay, at least in Singapore, maybe it makes sense because Singapore's really really small.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: sometimes I uh, say somebody met me and was like, "Oh, uh, oh, your name's Gladys. Do you know this Gladys?" And I'm like, "It doesn't work that way." How many way. people
1: are in Singapore? Like, what's the population?
0: Pretty small. They're like seven million.
1: That's not. That's like nothing. That's like a no, city. No, but in the we're US. a
0: country though.
1: I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what's crazy about it.
0: I'm gonna like, hang on, I gotta verify that. I'm pretty sure we like, oh, wait, no, I'm way off. Oh, okay. 5.6 in 2018. So maybe now it's like, about...
1: no, but I mean, that's not that. But... That's not too much. That's still small, though. That's like,
0: yeah.
1: Um, I don't know a city that's that big because New York is bigger. New York is. So that's the crazy thing. So you could okay. say New York City is bigger than the population of your country hmm that's so Spain. wild i know is singapore like an uh it's an island right is it like its own
0: yeah it's like a country state a city state is what we call ourselves so we don't really we don't have a state it's just it's pretty small
1: yeah. <laughs> what, but what's the what's the i'm wondering what's the nearest country then to singapore malaysia Malaysia, okay yeah
0: which is a lot bigger than uh than and is
1: not malaysia a ton of islands or is that mm-hmm. okay
0: I yeah. think Malaysia, Philippines too, Thailand. They yeah. all have like their own a bunch of islands there. Yeah,
1: my my uh, brother's been to the Philippines a couple times, so that's it's cool whenever he brings back photos and stuff. But it's pretty cool because like, um, like w- like they convert old school buses into I forgot what those are called. Do they? Yeah, they'll have like old school buses just be like city buses now. So like they'll just drive around.
0: You kind of have to be like really resourceful when you come from a country that doesn't have much in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's the same with India, right? Like, with their buses, they like strip, yeah, stripped yeah off
1: they build it out. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you
0: know, it's very good use of space.
1: I heard Singapore is actually like way cleaner than the US. That's what I was hearing. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, like, that's the one thing I heard. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast and somebody was like, yeah so in Singapore there's like literally like no trash and then when I moved to the U.S. it was like
0: we're very proud of like our cleanliness. <laughs> that's
1: gotta be a shock
0: but then we be look a at Japan and like they're light years ahead of us in terms of like cleanliness. so
1: and the U.S. is just back here like
0: <laughs> here's the thing is like I don't know maybe it's because I'm like inherently a really not clean person <laughs> actually i'm pretty average like i'm I'm really trying no, yeah. not to be consistent but when i came because i know some family members they came here and like the cleanliness of new york city was the first thing that they were just on about like they could not stand how disgusting it is and for me i just kind of like take it as it comes it's like oh you know I guess this is how the way things were. Like, obviously, it can be improved, but...
1: Yeah, that's one way you're putting (laughs) it. (laughs) No, I...
0: But I don't get upset about it.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the one thing. Like, it's crazy that there's cities in the U.S. where they haven't, like, in certain parts of the city, they haven't picked up trash in a long time. It's just weird to think about. Also, I live in, like, a really rural area, so, like, around me, things are pretty, like, spotless. I'm not used to living in a city... Because there's just not that many people to make things dirty. True. So, you know, it's the one weird part, too. That's the crazy part about, too. I mean, that's, you know, like the U.S. is so big, you know, coming from a place where it's like more just it's the one place. And then the U.S. is like Dallas, Texas is completely different than, you know, mm-hmm. Indiana or Indiana it, it, is different than New York. It has you
0: know. its own personality and some are clean, yeah. and some are
1: not. Some are not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I have a question, though. It's like, so um, I went to, I think, the Poconos, which is like a mountain area. <laughs> and the, like I went with uh, my brother and some friends, and we booked out, like, a house. Mm-hmm. And the way that they take out their trash is, like, they have to drive out and down the mountain to, like, throw their trash. And I wanted to ask if, like, that's, how you guys do it or do you just dump your trash out outside your house and then
1: well um normally people have like trash cans and then a trash truck will come and pick it up because we're still like a metropolitan area yeah yeah yeah. now in ohio where my grandparents came from they would (laughs) this is really old but they would just burn their trash because like people would not so they'd have like a little trash pile and they just go out get some lighter fluid which is so insane to think that they were doing that but that was like Mm -hmm. 10 years ago because they don't live there but, like, just thinking about, like, ah, oh, well, the trash is pretty full. Let's go out and burn it. It's like, <laughs> what? Exactly. what in the world?
0: Some of the older generations, I don't know if your family feels this way, but, like, they think environmental issues and concern is, like, a privileged thing to think yeah. about. Because I guess they were, like, in survival mode while in, during their lifetime. Yeah. So really it's something they'll concern themselves with. Well,
1: about. yeah, because, like, if you're worried about, like, where your next meal is going to come from. You you know, it's not as big of a deal. Well, they actually said, like, I saw this one guy talking about it, like, the best way to get people involved with, like, fixing issues with the environment and stuff is actually to raise them out of poverty. Because, like, there's a correlation between, like, the wealth of a nation and then how much they care about the environment. So, like, as a country makes more and more money, then they're more environmentally conscious.
0: Yeah, they have more real estate in their brains to think about. Yeah. Saving the planet.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, like, that's that's one of those things where it's like, oh, that works out good. Mm-hmm. Make people less poor, and then they care more about the <laughs> environment. It's like, that's awesome. Yeah, but, yeah, I think that's really what it is, because a lot of people act like older folks. They just don't care. And to mm-hmm. a certain extent, some of them probably don't. But I think it's probably just comes from they were so poor, they didn't, you know, they didn't have time to think about it. So now when they see, like, younger people who have, to be fair, we're pretty lucky, you know, like. Yeah.
2: Absolutely, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but when I see younger people like saying, "Oh, the environment's in danger and stuff," they're like, "How are you, kids? We we couldn't even find food back in the day, and now you're worried about that."
0: Can we do like a bit of introspection, if you will, like on a rank on a ranking scale, right? Like, how important is the environment to you?
1: I would say it's probably like a six or seven because, and it's not even because I wouldn't put it out of the ten. But it's just that, like, I only have so much mental faculty to, like, care about different things. And so, like, for me, like, one of the things that really bugs me because I was a state park employee Mm. is, like, when I'll go to a state park or even a local park and you just see trash everywhere. Yeah. And so there's been a couple times I brought some trash bags out and uh, some gloves and picked up some stuff. If everybody like, if everybody went out occasionally and did that, then there wouldn't be a lot of trash. You know what I mean? Like if everybody occasionally went out and did stuff like that, yeah. and that's so. And also, you know, I try to use a reusable water bottle. Like that's an easy one. Mm. Like because for a while it was pretty bad because my mom was just like buying me. Like, because she doesn't mind me a ton of stuff, but, like, whenever I go home, she always wanted to give me some. She's like, oh, I'll give you a ton of water bottles or whatever, you know what I mean? So you can drink water. And I'm like, I could literally just refill this one bottle and then not have that much plastic. So Oh, like she buys
0: you water bottles, not like she buys you water
1: yeah 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 like I don't want to talk about like legit water water bottles I'm talking about like the disposable ones oh I like a pack of the disposable ones and it's like I was like that's such a waste of plastic so I just use my reusable one now
0: that makes no oh my god that you just reminded me Caleb it's like when I came to school here the weirdest thing that I saw people doing here was buying water like yeah that made <laughs> no sense to me because I was like why what (laughs) like we have water coolers around water fountains sorry in singapore we call it coolers um that's funny that you can bring a bottle and like refill like why do you have well we
1: have them here too that's why it's weird because people still bring water bottles
0: i was like oh my god you're paying for something that's literally free
1: (laughs) have you ever seen the lorax and they sell the air they sell air in that movie because the whole movie like it's it's a kids movie, but the whole movie is about like the Lorax defends the trees and stuff. And so this one guy goes out and he starts chopping down all the trees. So there's hardly any trees left. Yeah. And this one guy's like, "Ooh, I can sell air now." So he starts selling bottled air. Oh and my it's like, god! It's so like, funny.
0: You just reminded me. Have you seen that meme? I am the Lorex, I speak for the trees, litter again, I'll break a fucking meme. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's such a funny meme.
0: But like personal, because like, you know, our actions, like we can talk all we want. But like, if your behavior and your actions don't align with it, then you don't really mean it.
1: Well that's what I'm saying about the practical stuff because like you could have somebody who says like you really want to help the environment but then you see them always drinking out of disposable water bottles or you could exactly. you know have somebody say man there's trash everywhere but then they never go out and pick up any trash and it's like yeah. well you know like like I'm not saying people have to do it but one of the things I try to do if I'm walking around campus and I see like one piece of trash and it's not obviously super nasty I'll just grab it and then put it in the trash can and it's like
0: it's, it's easy it's, like it's a easy you second, know and thing yeah
1: yeah and really it is easy to throw away your trash too you literally just go <laughs> you literally mm-hmm. just grab it's like have you ever heard about how um uh, you can determine if somebody's an asshole or not it, depending on if they uh put back their shopping cart you know
0: no but i think yeah. that makes perfect sense yeah
1: like if you just throw your shopping cart out you're the biggest <laughs> asshole in the world but if you if you actually put it there yeah. then it's like because it's, it's like how hard is it to scoot the cart back to the
0: the fact that we took so long and even now some people still don't follow it to get people to wear masks if we can't even get them to do that yeah
1: well part of that i was gonna say part of that is i think people like people if you didn't tell them like at all what to do and then you just like then everybody would be like okay but I think so people are some people are so against anybody telling them what to do that they're like screw it despite everything. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so we should do the reverse and be like don't do that. Yeah, there it you go. Out.
1: There you go. Litter everywhere. I'm not going to litter, I'm going to pick up trash.
0: Cuz I I was such a stubborn kid, well maybe even now. I was so stubborn that I know what my parents are telling me is good. Like, I know, Mm -hmm. objectively speaking, I need to, like, do my chores and do this so that my life personally will be in order. I just don't do it because I just don't want to.
1: Well, that's like my dad. I I wouldn't have conversations with him because I knew that he would tell me to do something I didn't want to do. It's like, I'm thinking, no, my dad. I was like, I'm doing 4D chess because it's like, (laughs) if I don't ask you, then I don't have to do it. And I'm like, got you. Oh,
0: that's pretty smart. Yeah, no. you, you just like wait for them to...
1: But then that didn't work out because then what would happen is I'll be like at once, it'd be like, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. And I'm like, dang it, I've been putting this off. And it's like, I know. No. Yeah. Oh
0: my God. Yeah, you seem like a pretty disciplined person
1: i don't know about that one i like i'm really not like i normally i would be i would say like a normal year but this Mm -hmm. year it's just been like you would think you would be more productive because you have more time generally speaking it's like no Mm -hmm. i actually think if you have more time you're less productive
0: that's kind of the ironic thing right Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe it's like just the brain the way that our brains are wired it's like if we have something to look forward to then that will get us moving but if we have like all this Unplan plan like free time is really good but if you don't plan it
1: yeah and you think you can put stuff off that's really what it is yeah. it's like i'm gonna put it off till later and you really could but it's like if you have only five hours a day to do something exactly. then it's like you're really gonna make sure those five hours are lined up the way you want them to be mm-hmm. but if you have like 24 hours to do one thing then you can just like well not gonna do it not gonna do it not gonna do it and then just keep pushing it off you know yeah so that's why people who, in college who don't have work at all, I'm like, I don't even know how you're managing your time because, like, it's hard enough for me to, like, I'm pushing stuff off mm-hmm. and I have a job. But if I had nothing going on, yeah, it would be so difficult True. to manage my and time. And
0: I don't know if you see this in your college, but, like, for mine, most of the people who are, like, really successful... They have the most stuff on their plate Mm -hmm. at all times. Um, And it's just like a, a, I was going to say circus performance. It's like they're juggling a lot of balls Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's how it is with the most successful people. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like um, there's an interview with Jeff Bezos Mm. and he was like, you know, somebody asked him about a million dollar project that went on like a couple months before. You know, they're having the discussion. He's like, "Oh, I don't even remember that." But that's because he has so—he's like a billionaire, so he has so many projects going on mm. with Amazon and stuff yeah. that, like, he's got so much on his plate he can't even remember when he spent a million dollars. And that—I guess what I'm saying is like that's the ultimate example of that because this guy is super successful, made a ton of money, but then like. When it when it comes down to it, it's like he's probably successful because he's like tried to manage a million things rather than you know just like mm-hmm. try to do the bare minimum. So I I think you know for me one of the things I'm gonna try to do going forward like from this week in particular is just like make sure that I have scheduled stuff on my plate. You know like mm-hmm. because if I have stuff to do, even if I just put it out there, then I'm gonna be more productive than if I just like say oh, I'll figure it out. It's like that's not gonna How are you going to be productive if you haven't planned stuff out? And I'm not going to be like, 501, breathe, 502, (laughs) take a sip of water. You know, like you can't micro plan. Like I knew a girl, you'll find this funny. There's a girl I had an internship with Mm -hmm. and she'd plan out her life for five years. Like what she would do every week, every month. Every week? Yeah.
2: Whoa.
0: Okay.
1: And I'm like, well, you're going to drive yourself crazy because life isn't going to work. 100% to that yeah you got to be a little bit flexible but
0: I know back in Singapore in the top schools which I didn't come from I've heard stories of students who if they don't score this specific grade they like go insane
1: she seemed like that type of person to me where it was like if something was a little bit off she would be like she'd go crazy yeah, she, is, she had like one of those personalities of extremes where she was, ex- she was either an extremely pleasant person or extremely unpleasant, you know, like there's no <laughs> in between. It was just boom, 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 boom. Well, I that's how what make that...
0: time for like spontaneity, like, yeah, there's no time for that, you know. And I think well, that's something I had to learn as well,
1: yeah. And that's why, like, I honestly, that's why, with a lot of people who are angry about stuff all the time i'm like i don't even have enough energy to be angry about stuff all the time like i mean you know people who are probably like on twitter or whatever and they're just constantly yelling Mm -hmm. it's like there's a simpsons meme where it's like old man screams at sky and it's like (laughs) yeah that's
0: what
1: what it's like some people are always mad about something and it's like that's not productive
0: there's a really good analogy it's like you are drinking the poison and you want the other person to die
1: oh yeah like, yeah that's what bitterness does yeah it's like being a uh what is it called it's like ah, man i wish i could remember that analogy is my dad a, brought it up it was oh, something an like analogy. pickling pickling or something you know what i mean where you just constantly are adding to the brine and you keep getting more bitter and more bitter and more bitter Hell, but
0: yeah i guess it like fuels the I don't yeah. know, I guess like sometimes, um, nah, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say sometimes hate is good, but not really.
1: I think strong emotions are good sometimes. Because you can't always have like, sometimes there's stuff not being said because people feel like they can't be open with people 100% or be mm-hmm. honest, even if it's difficult. And it's like yeah. you kind of have to be that way sometimes or else. And then you, you just have to ha-
0: out of like a comfort zone, I guess.
1: Yeah, or you have, yeah, because then you'll have a moment where everybody starts fighting and stuff, because Mm -hmm. nobody's talked about what they've really thought for months and months and months, like in a family, for example, and it's like, you kind of got to talk about the stuff that's uncomfortable, so you can get to the point where you can just chill and relax and stuff, Mm -hmm. so... Yeah.
0: Are you speaking from personal experience?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean it's a human thing, you know? What no, I mean? but it
0: is. It is. Yeah. Yeah,
1: like 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 with my siblings or my parents mm-hmm. or whatever, there's been times where it's like I've avoided having conversations and it's like whenever I have them, it's uncomfortable, but then after that it's way better. Yeah. But you just can't It's it's a weird thing. It's it's good with negative and positive emotions though, too, because like um I texted my friend last night and it was like, I was just wanting to tell him like, hey, I appreciate you and stuff. And it felt really Aww, weird because I don't. That's
2: so what? nice. Nah,
1: but don't say that. <laughs> but it? Because I'm making you feel weird. But you know what I mean? Like, it, I, you got to like make sure you got it your way to like tell people you appreciate them and stuff. And it felt really weird and stuff.
0: Is it because it's, it's like, like a guy to guy thing?
1: Well, not even that. I would just say, like, I just do really bad when I'm complimented or I'm giving out compliments. But at the same time, I'm trying to get better at that. And so, like, I told him, hey, I appreciate you or whatever. And it was, like, uncomfortable to do it. But at the same time, it's like, well, is he ever going to think he's appreciated if I don't send him the message?
0: That is true. Maybe
1: not. Because, yeah. like, you've probably been on the end of that where you've been, like, thinking for a second, you know, like, oh, does this person actually appreciate when I'm around them? Yeah. It's, like, the only way for you to ever, like, know that – is is to like verbally hear them say I appreciate you or I like being around you or this is fun you know
0: I don't say I love you to my parents Mm. um your your eyes is like mm.
1: well no 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 keep going keep going
0: but so I don't know if it's maybe because my dad doesn't do it or I know my mom has been doing it more, which like somehow is a little bit worrying, but it's nice.
2: <laughs> you think like nice what's going to come? Hear.
0: No, like it's nice to hear. But like, I think it's like from the past 18, 20 years, I just don't really hear it enough. So I, so I guess I show like love through more of behavior than saying it.
1: I was going to say, well, on one hand, it could be that, you know, like you just like expressing your love towards somebody by doing actions. And that's normal because there's a lot of people who are like that. Like, Yeah. But if you think it's weird and you like, and if you wanted to change it, you would, you could be the one that changes it. That was the other thing I was going to say too. True. Because you could literally say. That whole like,
0: shoot, what's that Michael Jackson song that's like,
1: Oh, yeah, I know which one you're talking about.
0: Man in the Mirror? Yeah. I don't remember the lyrics.
1: No, but, like, I mean, like, like if if it feels to the point where you don't want to say it, you know what I mean, because you'd mm-hmm. rather express, like, your love for your family through just, like, action,
2: Yeah. then,
1: you know, it would be perfectly okay if you didn't outright say it. But if you are feeling like, if in a moment, you know, like your dad does something nice for you, or your mom does something nice for you, or something like that, and you want to say, like, I love you guys, then it's like, it'd be, I feel like it'd be kind of bad if you're just like, eh, I'm not going to say it. Cause then it's like, well, you're not telling. I thought it was weird at first, too. Cause like, I mean, my dad and mom grew up telling me, like, oh, we love you, Caleb, and stuff. But like, they would never like i always thought it was weird and i was like oh gross and now I'd, i'll just tell my dad i love you dad and stuff like that and it's awkward if i'm on the phone yeah and like i'm walking down ball state street and i'm like yeah. I, I love you dad it's like i'm trying <laughs> to cover it up because i don't want people to hear and be like oh you're close to your parents what's up with that that's weird
0: Yeah, why but- is that embarrassed like i don't think that's the reason why i'm uncomfortable saying i love you not because i don't want people to you know think well yeah yeah
1: yeah but is it is it because you don't want to say it or is it because you think it would be weird to say it that's the thing
0: it's because i feel like if i say it it's like insincere
1: (laughs) oh okay really
0: weird expectation but well
1: then you don't have to say it that's what i was saying like if it it, it feels forced you don't have to say it i'm pretty sure
0: my parents do want to hear it though it's like when they say i love you i'm like all right, good night.
1: <laughs> oh man. And
0: it's like talking to like a boyfriend or something. Oh, yeah, Maybe
1: it's it's hard, it's hard saying it to family. Yeah. It's hard saying it to like my brother-in-law. Because yeah. in-laws it's a weird situation because it's like, Do you tell them I love you if you're close to them? <laughs> yeah. Or like so I was talking to my brother-in-law and we were on the phone one time and it was it was the the first time I ever was like, I love you, BJ, and he was like, We was on the other phone and I was like, I love <laughs> love you vj and, and he was, like,
2: he was like
1: and then he said love you caleb and then hung up Aww. and we always joke around about it because it's like it was it super awesome? awkward the first time but now <laughs> it's just like whatever so that's
0: really sweet
1: oh yeah but it's just different people express love in different ways so if it's, <laughs> if it's something that you don't feel comfortable with then that's okay
2: yeah. i just
1: i just think it's unhealthy whenever people do love each other and they do want to say it in that way like maybe verbally and then they choose not to because like there's one girl I met. It. Yeah. 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 Cause it sounds like, you know, there's still like, you guys still love each other and stuff. And there's still, you know, like you guys are close, but yeah. like I met one girl, I'll never forget it. One time I took her out and I was like, oh, my dad hugged me and annoyed me. And she was like, my dad never hugged me. And I was like,
2: Woo.
1: I'm like, and I guess what I'm saying is like, um, she was somebody who expressed herself through like giving hugs and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know? And it's like the fact that her dad never hugged her was bad because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's the way you do it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that was a bad example because it's like, or a good example in the sense of she wanted to express her love towards her close relatives and family through that, and they weren't doing it. But it's like if you both are, like, super uncomfortable with saying it, and then you both would rather do it through just, like, being around each other and spending time with each other and doing stuff for yeah. each other, that's normal. So,
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, as long as you're not suppressing it and doing what yeah. feels natural, then that's good.
1: Yeah, because forcing yourself to do something, if it does feel disingenuous, it, it very mm. might, very well might be because you're like, yeah. I'm just doing because I have to. You right. Know? That's an interesting thing, though, because like I think that that's that's where a lot of families like struggle sometimes. Is like, including my own, it's like, okay, well, what's the other person like? Like, we like each other and stuff, but, like, how do we tell each other that in the best way? Yeah. You know? So.
0: I love how you said we like each other.
1: <laughs> okay, well, yeah, we love you each know, other. Honestly, yeah.
0: love is a really high expectation, so sometimes we just got to take it down a notch so the is <laughs> off, and then... <laughs> Yeah, sometimes we just have to like each other.
1: With uh, little kids, it's different, you know. Like, I'll I'll be able to tell my nephew, like, "Oh, I love you, Carson." He's like, "I love you, Uncle Caleb," and it's good because then he's he's like learning how to like say it and be more open with it. But if he gets older and he hates saying that, no, okay, whatever.
0: I have a question. What made you wanna? Was there anything that pushed you to start vocally? appreciating your friends
1: it was more just because like I was just like I don't talk to them in that way a lot like I just take my relationships and friendships for granted with friends Mm. and family like I just I'm like oh well I love Eric and he loves me and we're we're you know having a fun time yeah Eric's my brother and it's like Mm -hmm. oh I'll go over to his house and do yard work and then we'll have fun at the end of the day and it's like but when do I tell him like oh I appreciate you I appreciate you allowing me to come over like You know what I mean? It's like the whole idea of gratitude. It's not that I'm bad at feeling it. I'm okay at feeling it. Because like we've all felt gratitude before. Where it's like somebody's done something for us. And then we're all like, oh, wow, that's awesome that they did that for me. I can't believe that.
2: Mm -hmm. But
1: what we're bad at is expressing it. Because it's like, or at least with me. I'm like, somebody does something nice. I'm just like, "Uh, I don't know what to do. And so I just wanted to get better at it personally. That's a good
0: goal. I'm in the situation where it's like if someone does something nice i have no problems appreciating them and like thanking them but i feel like you're kind of taking it one step further which is like why do people need to do something for you to appreciate them
1: yeah yeah because it's like why don't you just appreciate somebody just for being there and being like a friend or whatever
0: like just existing thank you for being in my universe
1: and some people are sad too where it's like if you they don't feel like they don't have very many friends and so whenever you text them and tell them like hey i appreciate you or i'm thinking about you then they're like oh that makes me feel good. i mean it's like anytime Aww. one of your friends has texted you and you know <laughs> you've been feeling down and then you just get a text from a friend and made to say hi but then you're like oh somebody thought about me it's like it makes you feel good so Mm -hmm. it's good to spread that around you know yeah because too many people are like they're close to people but then people don't tell them that they like them or they're close to them Mm -hmm. and then it's like it's all
0: this like silent interpretation you like guessing game yeah and
1: the only way to cut through that is to just literally tell people hey
0: exactly
1: thank you for helping me out i really appreciate you i really love you thanks for helping me out with this today you know like that was great so
0: I think the people listening to this would find that very like a good reminder yeah
1: well yeah I have to remind myself constantly I'm not perfect Mm -hmm. I still suck at it I still suck at telling people (laughs) and I don't think I'll ever be 100% good I think it's just the fact that you know as long as we're trying because I think it's when you stop trying and you just get into like the the uh what do you call that you just get into like the simulation. You're just like going. You're I, not. That's a bad way to put it.
0: Are you like, into the Matrix?
1: Yeah. You know, <laughs> 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 yeah. You got to take the red pill. Get out. Yeah, but I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, I feel like every autopilot. That's what I was looking oh, for. You know, yeah. it's easy to go on an autopilot in life and not think about stuff like that. You kind of got to yeah. pull yourself out to realize stuff like that. But it's pretty. Why are you
0: holding nail clippers? I don't know. <laughs> No, no, please! I don't want. Keep,
1: no, you're good. Keep I don't know why I'm holding them. I'm just <laughs> I'm surprised you could determine what they were. Were I just was I just swinging them around.
0: No, it's because my brother was like holding it just now, so it's pretty vivid in my head now.
1: <laughs> was your brother trimming his toenails next to you?
0: Oh no, it was. I'm in his room, by the way. I don't know if you remember the last conversation. I was actually in the living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had to go out, so I was like, "Don't disrupt the conversation, <laughs> so I can." <laughs> so yeah. yes, he was like trimming his toenails. Right? Well, you and your
1: brother ought to be close then, if you're like staying with them, because not in every sibling—that's you know what I mean. Like, Most I have a lot siblings,
0: of siblings. They want to get away from each other by mm-hmm. eighteen, right? Do you yeah. Have to, okay. Yes, I'm very grateful for having a brother and he's like almost 30 Mm -hmm. but he has this dream where we'll live together for the rest of our lives which is a sweet thing to say but in my head i'm like oh do i want
1: that yeah my brother's like um pretty like he doesn't have he's not rich but he's got like a a two-story house and a basement that's really nice with like a fireplace downstairs and he's like okay there's nothing downstairs except a a dining room table right now and he's like caleb you can move in yeah, but but he, but that's what I'm saying. Like, my it's it's funny because like you bring up that that's rare, but then like my other brothers literally literally like Caleb, I wouldn't mind if you lived here. You know, it's just like that's I think true. that's good though. I that you see, but that's what I'm saying. It's good because even if it's more rare, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. I mean, now obviously you don't know if you want to live there your whole life. That's the of you know course. that's something got to figure out. But just the fact that you guys are close enough to where you could live together without constantly fighting is like.
0: I mean, no, I you don't know half of it. Now, joking.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> we actually get along pretty well. Until, you probably still
1: do have fights, but
0: yeah, yeah. Like our biggest fight is like not brings us back to the cleanliness problem. It's like my brother is kind of OCD. I don't want to throw that term. I know it's medical sometimes, but he does have like
1: uh. No, I get what you mean.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he's a lot cleaner than I am, and so he gets like pretty pissed off when I don't,
1: <laughs> yeah. when I don't
0: do my part sometimes because of stress at work or whatever, but uh, I do try to compensate. So we have this game going on where it's like, oh, you know, if I've been contributing and going down, getting the food, then you, you gotta, you know, yeah. next time. So it's a good thing balance i think
1: you see yeah my brother gets pissed off when i leave my shoes somewhere in his house that isn't by the door that's his yeah. big thing he's like caleb i'm gonna throw your shoes out the next and he genuinely gets mad he doesn't get mad about a lot which is funny <laughs> he's just a quiet guy but he's like caleb you need to move these shoes immediately or else i'm throwing them outside i'm like eric like yeah. where'd that come from i'm like yeah, it's a
0: pet peeve i think some people they they have yeah that. well Oh, I I actually had a question like um just now when we were talking about saying like I love you and all of that. Do you remember what was like a tough conversation that you had with your family?
1: Throughout the years there's been a couple, you know. Okay. Yeah, like um
0: I know it's a little bit on the private side, so it's not
1: private. I don't I don't uh-huh. care about it because I've been very open, but like um So my dad grew up, or I mean, I grew up and my dad was kind of like a preacher or whatever and going around like preaching and stuff like that. And so like, we've had some tough discussions about religion because it's not that I, I would say that I'm, uh, don't believe in God or whatever, or do believe in God. I'm just like, kind of like indifferent to religion a little Mm -hmm. bit. And so with my, with my dad, like, that doesn't fly necessarily. Like he's not like mad or anything, but it's just hard for him to understand that. And so there's been a couple of conversations where we've sat down and talked because that's so central to his life. That was his profession for years and stuff. He takes it like very, you know, like, Oh, this is like important. And this is stuff like that. And for me, I'm kind of like, it's not really important to me. Mm -hmm. And so it's, there's a little bit of a disconnect there, but those conversations have been difficult. And then like just being honest with my family members about, you know, like, the different people I like to be around, like uh, the friends I have and kind of like, like drinking's a thing. Like, I don't, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I'm going out and having wild parties all the time, but since my family grew up and they were kind of like this very uber religious family, they didn't like, you know, they weren't like, Hey, we're drinking beer at the house and stuff like that. They didn't drink at all. So I've kind of had to figure that out on my own. But whenever I bring up that I've been doing that, they're like, uh, so there's a little bit of a disconnect. Yeah, and so, like, and again, I haven't been, like, completely honest with them about everything yet, but, like, the conversations I have had have been kind of, like, weird, because it's, like, I'll tell them stuff up to a point, and then I'll be, like, all right, that's enough for today, y'all. I'm, like, I ain't gonna rock the boat too much, but.
0: That's a really smart way to (laughs) come out to your, it's not even, like, coming out, it's just telling them, like, what a regular Young adult is doing like compared, yeah.
1: I mean, and that's the weird part, right? Because they had this illusion where it's kind of like you're not going out and just hanging out with people and occasionally drinking and doing this stuff, and
2: yeah,
1: but it's like you can't have that illusion forever because I want you guys to like know who I am and love me for who I am, not necessarily for who you would like me to be, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's kind of like part of growing up too, right? Because when you're younger, it's like everybody's like, I want to be. And it's hard because some people will go, they'll be like 30 or 40 and they'll still be really concerned about what their parents think to an unhealthy mm-hmm. level.
2: Exactly. And it's like
1: part of growing up is figuring out like, okay, what do you believe? Why do you believe in it? And if your parents disagree with you, that's okay. You know? And if they can't love you while disagreeing with you, then they're probably not the best to have around anyway. It's the same thing with friends, right? If you have like a friend who it's like you tell them something and then they're like, Oh, that's it. It's over. Mm-hmm. It's all over. And it's like, were they really your friend you know like it is a
0: good litmus test in a way to see how but I hate to say this is like not even pushing a boundary it's just when you love someone unconditionally I don't even know if I can have the capacity to do that but I would think do being able to 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 love someone unconditionally is like to take them as they are without putting your own... That's
1: what's funny, because everybody's concerned to share what they are. You know what I mean? Like, it's Mm -hmm. hard for everybody to be honest with people. But at the same time, it's like, if somebody's going to love you in the true sense, they're going to love you with all your warts and flaws and beliefs Mm -hmm. they disagree with and everything else and flaw. You know what I mean? It's like, so... And it's not that you have to find, not that all your friends have to be like that, because we all have friends who like we, maybe we talk to them about one or two things, Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, like, we don't, we're not super close, but you got to have at least one or two people in your life you can be completely honest with and, you know, tell everything. And if you don't have those, then you kind of go crazy, because you're just like, man, all this is going on in my head, but at the same time, I haven't been able to tell anybody about it. So. Like I have one or two friends who it's like all text them about what's been going on with life. And sometimes it's not fun. Cause you know, like everybody loves the fun, like when you're calling and stuff and you're like, Hey, things are going great. Things are going great. Yeah. But like whenever you send it to somebody, a text, like, I'm not doing great right now. It's like, you got to have somebody you can do that with, you mm-hmm. know? And if you don't have anybody that's kind of like going to contain, going to contain it all. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, that's not healthy. So
0: Yeah. The pressure is going to build like inside and then, when it all comes out that it's not it's great not pretty. yeah when was well, that conversation when did that conversation happen and then like fast forward to now
1: well like it happened a couple months ago and i really just told him on the other end like because this summer i kind of like i think at the start of quarantine i'd really like started second guessing a lot of the stuff i was taught growing up not not in the sense of like oh i think my parents were bad people or oh i think all these ideas are bad but it's just like i don't know if i necessarily believe these things so i this summer I kind of like went on like a wild bender hung out with a ton of people did some crazy stuff probably like too far you know what I mean how you like the pendulum shifts too far and then when I came back and talked to him about everything I was kind of acting like I had like come out of the other end and been like more religious or whatever Mm -hmm. or had regrets and that's the part where I wasn't entirely honest because it's not that I had regrets necessarily about like the path I had been on, I had more regrets about like, I went too far this summer. You know what I mean? Mm,
0: Yeah. Like you going on that wall bender, was it kind of in a way tied to your relationship with God?
1: Well, it was kind of like, it's not even, it was kind of like, I don't, I went from being somebody who was like, I, I think God exists. And I like pray a lot and read like whatever the Bible, to the point where now I'm kind of like, god could exist he could not exist but i'm just gonna like live my life in the best way i can try to be nice to people around me try to be kind to those around me and try to like you know just figure things out on my own um and um and the it's not even that's what i tell people too because i i try not to tell people like i know religion is like a controversial topic but like it's not that i am like Cause there's people who are militant in either direction. There's people who are like, you know, the Bible thumpers, like you have to believe this or else whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you have the people who are super against religion in all capacities. And they're like, if you have faith, then it's something that's like terrible and you need to like lose your faith or whatever. And for me, I'm just like, I don't want that to be a centerpiece of my life. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. like if you ever seen those like posters, like the, they're kind of memes, but it's like a brain and it shows like percentages of a people's brain. It's like, for me, it's like, I just want to take that religion one and plop it out and Mm -hmm. put it somewhere else. And then I'll just have it fill up with whatever. So, um, so, you know, that's kind of what the journey was, is going from that one place to the other. And so with my dad, like to go back to that, I was going to bring up, um, I still don't feel super comfortable telling him about everything, like my current state, but I was able to be honest about like what I had done this summer and I did regret some of it. And I told him that. The thing is like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be 100% honest with them and my mom and my family, like certain family members, maybe, but not my parents. Cause it's just like, I don't think it's worth severing the friendship slash relationship we have. Not that it would be broken, but Mm -hmm. it'd become like every time I'm around them, they bring up certain things instead Mm -hmm. of like every time I come around them, they're just like, Oh, Hey Caleb, what's up? So, um, so I had the difficult conversation Wasn't completely honest, but I did tell him a lot of stuff. And now we're kind of, like, going forward as if, like, I'm still... Based on what I told him is 100% accurate, but it's not 100% accurate. So, yeah, I don't know.
0: Okay, but, I mean, you know some parents, it's like, you can tell them the truth about yourself. Even if it's half of the truth or 80%. Yeah, yeah. But they have this amazing ability to deflect to denial and then they just assume that whatever you said is just a phase and yeah
1: I (laughs) yeah I don't think they were I think my one of the things that was really like difficult though my dad was like you really gotta and this is one of the things where I've had a lot of doubts is because like a lot of growing up, what I was told about like pursuing truth and like knowledge and stuff was um, go out and talk to everybody and go out and talk to everybody about like um, what their beliefs are and why they have them. And then whenever you come back to the truth, you'll come around to what we believe. And then as I've gotten older and I've done that more and more, people are like, why are you around those groups of people? Like, why are you hanging out with people who think differently than you? Like if you do that too much, then you're not going to believe these things. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's always been weird. And it's in any sense, like if you're like, let's just take politics. Let's get another controversial. If you're part of a political group, and they're telling you you can't go out and talk to anybody else because if you do, then you'll change your mind. Then is that really a political group you want to be a part change of? Change
0: your mind.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you should. And you may come back and be at a place that's like close to where you're at, but. You mm-hmm. can't just like that's like in life, you know. You can't just be like, if I go here do this, then I'll change as a person. So I can't do that. It's like then you're halting yourself, like your progression as a person. So it's like, mm-hmm. um, that's the one thing where it's like I was gonna go back to with my dad. It's like he he mentioned something this last time around that really bugged me. He was like, we really got to make sure Caleb that you're around people uh who think like he said we're Christian people, but like. But the way I translated that was like, so think like me, believe the things I do exactly. You know, Mm -hmm. and he was like, if you make friends with people who are different, like in that sense, he didn't say it in that way, but he said, if you make friends with people of the world, as you would say, then you're not gonna be somebody who's, you're not gonna have a strong faith and you might fall away. And so it's just really odd to me because it's like, I'm somebody who I like talking to everybody. Mm -hmm. I like talking to people from different backgrounds. Yeah. I like discussing a wide variety of topics. I think everybody's got something interesting to say, even if I disagree with it wholeheartedly. And it's like, that's bugged me more than it used to. Cause it's just mm-hmm. like, I think that's a fundamental split where I am for my parents. Cause I feel like if you're going to pursue the truth and figure out what you believe, then you got to explore all avenues. And if you can't do that, and if somebody's telling you, you can't do that, then maybe the original point you were at wasn't as great as you thought it was, you know? Mm -hmm. So
0: it sounds, even if you don't necessarily believe in the same things that your dad did, it sounds like you did come out of this whole exploration, not to say it's ended, it's probably going to go on for the rest of your life, that you found a different set of beliefs that you subscribe to, that you think is like right for yourself. And it just so happened that this is different from your dad's but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad or, or good.
1: You know? Well, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying.
0: I, I have this theory of like Frankenstein religion, which mm-hmm. is like you take different parts of different religions that you think makes you a good person and you align yourself with them.
1: I'm going to say like there's an idea, you know, when like for people look across like like all religions pretty much say murder is bad. So murder is and then that's the thing murder is bad and all all, like almost all religions say that lying is like normally not the route you want to go if you want to have like an honest life and it's like okay that's true and then you know you have certain principles like um the question is did the chicken come before the egg so like there's a lot of people who are historians who say that basically um whenever people evolved and then started building civilization they kind of created a framework where there's morals. Right. You know what I mean? Like Mm. they realized if you have a society where people are fighting each other all the time and murdering each other, it's not great. Or you have a society. Yeah. If you have a society where people are cheating on each other's with their wives, you know what I mean? Like, Mm. (laughs) you know what I mean? Like everybody's cheating on each other and nobody cares about anything. Then it's like, well, that's not going to be stable because then you're gonna have a guy mad because his his wife slept with his neighbor, you know? And then, and then that's where the religion came from. And then the religious argument would be that there was uh, foundational principles that were there from the beginning. And then out of that arose people's like laws and customs and stuff like that. And I've kind of flipped and I'm more of the belief that, you know, like people got together and they realized, oh, wow, like we can't have a society where people are lying to each other all the time or murdering each other or doing these things. And, And then they kind of built out a little framework and that's what people live by. And, you know, there's a ton of different religions from around the world. And if you look at, across, like, you know, all the religions, the stuff that's common, it's just like basic moral principles, like try to be honest, don't mm-hmm. kill somebody, um, you know, like generally speaking, don't necessarily go against the law, you know, and I feel like there's been so much bloat added to a lot of religions that that's kind of been lost. The original kind of just like be a good person type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. What was your original <laughs> question? Like,
0: Oh, no, I was just saying, like, you found your own set of beliefs.
1: Yeah, and I wouldn't say I subscribe to, like, one of those religions at all. I would just say that, you know, like, I'm just, like, I look at the frameworks that, you know, like, or, like, what society says is bad, what mm-hmm. society says is good. And then I look at my life and my experience yeah. talking to people and interacting with people. And also there's a certain extent where it's like, have you ever like said something to somebody and made them feel bad? And then you feel bad? All the time. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, if you do that, then it's like, okay, well, you know, that's probably not the best thing to do. So, you know, I kind of use that too to help kind of guide me. I don't have any like overarching, like maybe like book or anything Mm -hmm. to go by. But for me, it's kind of just like, you got to treat your fellow human being like they're a person. You Mm got to treat them, you know, like, kindly and like honestly and stuff like that um but you don't necessarily that's the one thing that I don't think you have to have like a rule book or anything like that in order to be a good person you know
0: yeah yeah I mean but yeah because like how can you quantify it or capture it in a in a book or whatever yeah because if you had a list
1: of laws like
0: based on context and case by case and you can't really you can't really describe it i feel that's why yeah that's actually something i've been thinking about it's like yes people say like be kind and be honest and be uh, yeah. be good but you won't know if you did the right thing until you see it in hindsight i feel but at that point with whatever information that you had you did the best choice that you could you know yeah carry out so
1: and it would be nice like i've talked to a lot of people who are my siblings and or like i've talked to a sibling and i've talked to some other people about why they really want to like stick to religion and what their motivation is and a lot of them will say it's because they have like a framework for how to view the world right That's so it's easy. like it's easy you know like instead of like having to actually think through st- I, that sounds that sounds rude but instead of like going out of your way to like think about stuff and think about why is this true? And why is this, you know, it's, Oh, here's a book, read the book. It has all the answers. And it's like, and it does, it does make life more easy in a sense, because then you're Mm -hmm. kind of like, okay, I can refer to this page, this verse, this chapter or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that gives me instructions on how to live my life. But the thing is it's like life, is subject to change and so like it's not that your fundamental value should change but like there's certain situations in which stuff would be better and stuff would be worse and you can't mm-hmm. if you have a book then it doesn't provide you the flexibility to you know like i was talking about i talked to somebody about investigative journalism right so like going undercover in an organization to get stuff right and you go under the guise of being somebody who you're not like have you ever seen the people who like sneak into companies and their mm-hmm. video clips and stuff like that and i think that's a very like ethical thing because you're pursuing the truth but i was talking to one of my friends who's more you know still a big part of the religious community i came from and he said like i don't think that's right because i think you're deceiving people and lying to people and i don't think the ends justify the means and i'm thinking well in the end it's like you're exposing maybe a corporation that's done something that's really bad or you know, like say they're dumping toxic waste or something and you expose that, then it's like, well, that's good for everybody to know. And it's like, I don't think in that specific context, you could say that, well, that person's bad because they, you know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying.
0: Your conversation with your friend, it sounds like you guys are trying to put the person in like a box because nobody is 100% bad or good. Good, yeah. If you're arguing for what is the goal then obviously you can justify and be like,
1: yeah. and, you, you, like well, and that you doesn't always mean, work that's gonna I say know. that doesn't always work either because you can't always have the ends justify the means because that's led to some bad stuff too but i mean yeah. in certain cases it does you know
0: mm-hmm. yeah i'm just saying like humans have an amazing ability to like convince ourselves of anything that and like bring it to life and it's scary but also i guess it's like a double-edged
1: what matters do you think people are like like this is a question for you because it's interesting to always figure out do you think people are generally uh good or do you think people like lean towards good and they make mistakes or do you think people are generally bad and then sometimes they make they're good
0: i think and this is like what I operate like this because it's comforting to me because really at the end of the day, that's what beliefs do. Um, I think inherently people are good. But here's the thing that's like conflicting is that the way I do trust, like the way I trust people is that I would trust them 100% in the start until they disappoint me or whatever, right? They mess things up. But at the same time, I am fully aware when I trust them that they can do bad things with what I tell them. Yeah. So it's like a very, you know, kind of contradicting mindset to have. But I guess it's because I'm trying to cover my expectations.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like I was going to say, it sounds like, you know, like you have a setup to where it's like people are generally good. So you can generally give them the benefit of the doubt but at the same time you can't be naive and then let them take advantage of stuff and it's like i think that's very reasonable thought you know yeah Yeah, because i was wondering
0: like sorry just because i just want to cap it out. like what's comforting about it is because i think the upside of trusting that people are good from the start is a lot bigger than if i'm like yeah um, like have you ever met
1: somebody who's like super like
0: and it's not to say it bad about
1: their personality yeah or not hypocritical but skeptical yeah skeptical and cynical and everything's fake and people are fake and people are awful and they just look like they're going through misery and it's like you could literally just flip a switch and be like okay people are generally good yeah and again, sometimes that gets blown up because somebody will do something really mean to you. But even in the end, I'm still like, well, that person didn't mean to necessarily do. Some people do. But I mean, there's a lot of people who they'll just, you know, it's like you go to Starbucks, you order your coffee, the mm-hmm. barista gets mad at you, she starts yelling at you. Yeah. And gets your order wrong and you leave and you're like, ah, oh, screw that barista. Like, I'm yeah. super mad. It's like, she could have had a rough day. Like, you don't That's, know what's going that on. That would
0: be my default thought. Yeah and people would say like why are you letting people take advantage of you but in my world i don't really go by that i'm people can't take advantage of you unless you let them mm-hmm. so you like you being kind to them and them uh, misappropriating your information and doing bad things with it is not an, or, or using it against you i don't feel like that's le- that's them taking advantage of you
1: yeah yeah you know you can like you said all you can do is like control what you do so you like I mean you can just control yourself being nice going forward and then hope it has a positive impact on those around you and that the thing is that person who got mad at you may go back later and say like oh man I was a jerk to them they were nice to me still I should change." like I mean I've had those moments where I've been a jerk to somebody Mm -hmm. and then I've been like man I need to like be more kind you know yeah. in the future and it's like well that's the effect you know being a good person and being kind to asking people
0: but going back to your question you were asking if i knew anyone who's like skeptical yeah and about me. cynical about the world yeah the, i hope he never listens to this but uh my dad is the first person that comes to mind which i understand he didn't have a very good childhood i think like he lost his parents when he was really young and going back to the survival mindset and i guess that that gives a lot of context to why he's the way he is today um i do have to say i'm very proud of him if you're listening (laughs) is that uh he really has been more open like the last few years and
1: that's the thing people can change too it's not like people are static that's the other thing that like bugs me because people are like oh a person's like this now they're not going to change what they believe in it's like you could have somebody who's your dad's age you know 60 years old you could even have somebody who's 70 or 80 and they've been living their life a certain way and then somebody just has a conversation with them and and mm-hmm. um and then it's like oh i never thought about it that way or oh i need to hear that and then you know mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah like what i'm trying to think is is there anything that you feel so adamant about that no one can change your mind
1: well the, there's a couple things like the one of the big ones is i feel like people should be able to talk openly with each other and there shouldn't be like a lot of censorship with uh and again it it it, it sounds more political but it's not politicized i don't even care like i i i i think people should be able to express themselves and be honest with each other whether it be you talking to your family or me talking to my family, or whether it be like on a societal level, like I really don't think there should ever be laws that make it to where people can't voice their opinions, even if you disagree with them. Um, I
0: mean, doesn't it come down to insecurity by having that kind of law?
1: Yeah, because it's like, if you, if you disagree with me, I don't want to have to deal with your argument. I just want to shut it down. And so for me, it's like, I, and I again, that sounds weird because we we're talking about personal things, but like, um, it's bad on a family level. It's bad on like, uh, if you you're at a workplace and you can't be honest with your boss or your fellow employees, and then it's bad, you know, as a society if you feel like you can't talk to people and be honest with them and open and have discussion. And so I feel like that's one thing where like you would be hard pre anybody would be hard pressed to move me on that because I just feel like. And part of it is growing up, you know, I grew up in an environment where there was less information coming in. and I didn't really have access to necessarily a lot of different views on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of that might just be my childhood upbringing, to be fair. But I, I just feel like people should be able to be open with each other and honest. And the other thing I would say is I really do think people are fundamentally like – they they mean the best, and I think that that's the best way to operate in the world, because you could become so bitter if you look at all the negative stuff, like, especially right now with everything going on, like, yeah. with politics, and um, with COVID, like, I, I have a couple friends who are um, not close friends, but just people I'm around who they're just so frustrated all the time, because the world's going to crap, and there's nothing good, and, you know, like, people are mean, and people aren't good fundamentally and it's like if you just have the idea that you know like well life goes on there's going to be some people who are bad but there's going to be a lot of people who are good and you have a positive outlook on life then life can be so fun because I mean mm-hmm. like I've, I've met so many people this year who have become like good friends with me um, despite you know COVID and everything else going on and it's like that's because I haven't like looked at the world around me and been like, Oh dang it. People are awful. All this, all this, all this. Mm -hmm. I think that like having a bitter attitude can really sour somebody's life. So I think that like another thing, like that would be hard for me to shift on is just like, if you took positivity out of life, like you got to look at the glass half full. I think if you look at glass half empty and you're not grateful, like we talked about earlier, like if you don't have gratitude, like, you know, you're in a nice apartment, I'm in an apartment you know we both have refrigerators we can go and get food there's certain people in the world who couldn't do that you know like like we have beds to sleep in some people don't have beds you know we have more than one pair of clothes some people only have one pair of clothes you know like especially when my brother's done work overseas in like the philippines and africa and stuff like there's people in those places that just do not have anything and so just like i think that that would be something somebody couldn't shift me on to like, you got to have positivity and I'm not the greatest at it. There's times where I complain about stuff that's stupid. Like I'm stuck in traffic or
0: yeah. that's going you on yourself.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's what you got to do because mm-hmm. you could just slip into this spiral where you're just bitter and bitter and bitter yeah. and bitter and bitter. And that's one thing, you know, like as much as you know, my dad and I may disagree about stuff sometimes. Like he really, I've asked him, you know, he used to go to prisons and talk to people about their lives and getting stuff back into back in order and people would criticize him because they'd be like why are you talking to people in prison and it's like well he was like I think people in prison can change like they're still human beings you know they made Mm -hmm. mistakes some are like the like some people he talked to had literally like murdered somebody but he he still thought that there was good in them and so I think the idea that there's a good in every human being and that you know sometimes it's just really covered up is something that I I truly believe in and I don't think people could move me on because if you go into the assumption that there's bad in everybody and there's no good, then you're just going to have a miserable life.
0: Yeah. I think the thing with like the bitterness and the hatred that's going on is, and this is just the theory, is that some people might think if you don't have some kind of anger in you, then we can't progress. Like when they are talking to people are like, look around us, Things are actually not as bad as it seems. We should be. More- I think
1: you're downplaying the issues, you mean? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. But I don't think that that's like you can be grateful and still want to fight for change and mm-hmm. progress and all of that. Yeah. With less uh, mental faculty dedicated to painting. Yes. Hating. Yeah people you
1: know how do that.
0: you how do you try to get people to understand if you're like constantly shitting on them and like hating on them
1: yeah nobody's gonna listen it's like why do you want to listen to somebody you're like how many times has somebody come up to you and they've said something that's like like you need to change this 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 and then you're like I'm not doing that you know it's like that's your knee-jerk reaction yeah so it's like you got to be nice you got to be right. like hey like I saw you were doing these things I don't think they're gonna help you out here Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if the person is still a jerk, then, you know, okay, that's like not worth pursuing yeah. trying to convince them, but right. people default to the second, you know, yelling instead of going in the first. And so what's well, like the environmental issue. Like I have one friend, he's very passionate about the environment. He's gone to several like marches and stuff, but the problem is like, he doesn't think he doesn't have any uh, sympathy for people or, Uh, any idea of why people wouldn't understand about it Mm -hmm. and and it's like you can have all the vigor in the world but you're not going to make change unless you talk to people and you're honest with people and stuff like that so because that's a that's a big one too because i've seen a lot of people like that and it's like you got to try to understand the other person if nothing else just so you could maybe try to convince them that you know that this is the correct way to think about things and then also if they reject your idea you also can't be like too bad (laughs) you know like well I mean that's what people do they'll be like okay why don't you see my point of view and then they'll tell them the point of view and then they'll be like well I hate you now because you believe differently than me and I'm like yeah but why though like why
0: one like really important perspective shift for me is that when I'm arguing with someone I always try to see it as both of us against a problem as opposed to us against each other and that really helped me be more empathetic and just like not take things too personally which I think is like the number one thing why people don't do any don't um, want to understand the other person
1: yeah there's that's the thing you can't wrap your whole life around ideas like in the sense of like yeah. I think there's a phrase a famous phrase I forgot who said it but it's like people don't have ideas ideas have people and it's kind of like the idea that um yeah it was deep that <laughs> i heard it is like this is I great need
0: to absorb that say it again
1: people don't have ideas ideas have people it's basically saying you know that common idea is like i have an idea so i'm gonna put it out there but the it which is true to a certain extent but what more often happens is there's an idea, and then people attach their whole identity to it. So basically, let's say that like I've wrapped up my whole existence in um, my political beliefs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And then if somebody attacks my political beliefs, they're attacking me. You can't do that. Like you can't wrap exactly. your whole life up in this set of ideas. You can't be so attached to ideas that you know
2: mm-hmm. you're not willing
1: to shift. And if people try to make you shift, oh, you're you're attacking my ideas. It's like no like you're Mm -hmm. just discussing a topic an issue like you said going at it two people discussing how to solve an issue what's like common ground and this Mm -hmm. could be like with home stuff where you're talking to a sibling and you're disagreeing about stuff this could be with political stuff this could be with anything but you Mm -hmm. you have to come at stuff like what's the problem how can we both work together to solve it in a way that doesn't make either side super frustrated yeah but but then people are like nope, you insulted my idea so you're my enemy and you can't do that.
0: You know, there's so many fights. I'm like, after 30 minutes, I'm like, what are we I'm fighting doing? about? Yeah, you lose track
1: of what you're fighting about. Oh
0: my God. I, I forgot what we're talking about. And I'm more like you insulted me. But I don't yeah. remember why you insulted me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's, I guess that's the gist of it, though. I just think that, you know, like people are fundamentally have good in them.
2: Some people,
1: people it's more buried than other people, but at the same time, it's still there. And you just can't, you got to give people the benefit of the doubt. You can't be yelling at them all the time. You got to make sure that you come together and make decisions rather than you like insulting them. And you can't be so attached to your own beliefs that you're not willing to like explore what other people have to say. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I try to live by. Just generally speaking, be respectful of other people. Be conscious of how you have an effect on them when you're talking. Because that's the other thing, too, right? Because I mentioned earlier, like, oh, we should live in a society where people are allowed to say what they want and be open. But that also means that you got to be responsible enough not to be an asshole. You know? Yeah, like some, your, I can
0: see how that can be taken in the wrong
1: Yeah, because somebody way. could say, like oh, I'm... Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: respectfully, guys. Do it respectfully. That
1: doesn't mean you go out and just cuss everybody out on the side yeah. of the street, you know? Like, yeah. you got to be nice. So... Because that's a missing component, too, because freedom of speech doesn't mean you're free to be an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, gotta, exactly. Yeah.
0: Or you if you're be... an asshole, like, admit you're an asshole and don't be, like, a keyboard warrior. That's
1: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like... So,
0: like, I totally fine radically accepting someone as they are, but, like, don't be...
1: That's the problem, right? Because being fake, guys.
0: Nice. Yeah, exactly. That's or
1: and, and don't be an asshole online. On one hand, and then claim to be somebody who's super mm-hmm. kind. On the other, it's like, nah, that does not. How, that's <laughs> not how it works. Like, like you said, just being 100 with people, being honest. You know, and that doesn't mean you share everything, but it means what you share about your life is what's real and genuine. You know, you're not. You're not. And that's why, honestly, with podcast, I've seen a lot of podcasts unfortunately they're way too scripted and stuff and you can tell people believe stuff or saying they believe stuff that they don't actually care about you know and it's like you you can't do that like that's so fake
0: should we wrap it up i feel yeah.
1: like i didn't realize it, it had been two this hours. Long.
0: two hours what what a record i think last time was like maybe one one and a half but
1: wow two what? hours
0: wow. are you tired
1: not really me not too, too
0: do you want to go first so what's your podcast we have pretty similar ideas but yeah
1: what's your yeah podcast? check out both um you can find me on the shed uh it's if you look up the shed podcast on spotify um or the shed podcast on itunes it should pop up i think there's 32 episodes this will be like 34
0: okay. so you
1: can check me out there so and, and, and what do
0: you what's the idea about
1: pretty much what we did Just, yeah. i mean i don't know what else to say <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, okay, so for my podcast, it's called Can You Tell Me a Story podcast? Mm -hmm. Uh, Pretty much everywhere, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, and a bunch of others that I don't really know. I add them
1: on the other ones, too. I just don't advertise because I'm like, nobody's going to Deezer to listen to a podcast. exactly.
0: Yeah, just the three main ones. Mm -hmm. Uh, But basically, our idea is, uh, by the way, so Caleb, we don't, okay, this is kind of an outlier, but uh, I usually don't talk to people beforehand like have a second conversation yeah uh, but we're pretty much we're strangers I think we can call ourselves yeah right and mm-hmm. uh, yeah we just have a cup of tea and we just riff Coffee. off and talk talk about whatever so that's really our idea yeah
1: yeah so I think you guys will enjoy both and remember to follow both and um yes.
0: do you have an Instagram awesome. or something
1: um, you can find me on Twitter at taking it easy. That's my Twitter handle. So good,
0: good handle.
1: Yeah. Very yeah. so. new.
0: <laughs> Mine is a uh, called Can You Tell Me a Story Podcast.
1: You see, yours is like that's the one thing like I've seen a lot of people have their like uh a tw- official Twitter and I'm like uh I'll just <laughs> advertise it via my normal Twitter. So cool. So
0: all right. Thank Sounds you, good. Caleb. Have yep. a good weekend. Yeah.
2: you too. Bye. Bye.